and welcome to the Big Happy Life podcast. I'm Natalie Britt, and I'm a coach, trainer, and hypnotherapist. And this week, I'm exploring the idea of whether or not it's possible for somebody who has previously had a problem with drinking to become a moderate drinker, or whether abstinence is the only alternative if you've ever had a problem with alcohol. Before we go into the episode, I'll say that the content I share with you in this episode is really based on my experience, my story, and the experience I've had with the clients I've worked with who have wanted to quit drinking or have wanted to abstain. My single viewpoint is just one part of the story, may or may not chime with what you believe, and may or may not chime with the things that you have read and heard in other podcasts and from other people who occupy this kind of coaching space around alcohol. I think the short answer when it comes to something as complicated as alcohol habits or habits around things that we use to numb our emotions or help us get through life in some way that feels pleasurable. Anything in that space is complex and there is always more than one answer. I've never been a fan of those kind of pieces of advice that go on the basis of do this and that will happen type of thing when when we're dealing with human behavior because Human behavior is so much more complex. You can do all the right things and still get a result that is not what you wanted. You can do all the wrong things and still succeed because there very rarely is, in fact, a right and a wrong. There are perspectives, there are viewpoints, and depending on what you value and what you believe, something that looks 100% right to one person is going to look 100% wrong to somebody else. So with all that said, here's my take on whether or not a person who has previously had a problem with alcohol can drink in moderation. Let's dive in. Okay, so let me start by saying I previously had a problem with alcohol and I do currently drink in moderation. So arguably, this could be the shortest podcast ever and I could simply say, yes, that's it. But of course, it's more complicated than that. Because every now and again, I find myself skating quite close to the line. And in fact, 24 hours ago, in my opinion, I crossed the line. I crossed the line back into territory where I drank, despite knowing that it was not what I physically, mentally, or emotionally needed. But I didn't want to dig for whatever emotion I was experiencing. I didn't want to figure out what was behind the desire to drink. I just wanted to sit and chill and watch TV and have a glass of wine. And so that's what I did. And so here's the key thing that is most important in the moderation argument. Because most people will say that moderation is about the rules that we set ourselves. How much we drink determines whether or not we're drinking in moderation or whether we are not. My take is different. My take is, if we are drinking to escape our feelings, we are not drinking in moderation. Or more to the point, it won't stay moderate because the habits that we will develop through those choices will ultimately lead us 
towards an escalation in drinking. So anybody choosing to moderate has to understand the emotional link behind the choice to have a drink in the first place. If the choice to drink is one that is about pleasure, mindfulness, being present in the moment and allowing yourself to enjoy the sensation that goes with the having of a drink, perhaps a social setting or a, you know, a wine tasting or something that is about really consciously enjoying that thing, that is where you have the potential to enjoy a drink in moderation because the majority of settings don't lend themselves to that. The a glass of wine in front of Netflix on a Thursday night isn't mindful drinking. It isn't presence. It isn't a taste sensation. It isn't you focusing on the enjoyment of that pleasurable moment and that taste in your mouth. It is the numbing out of the day, the letting go of responsibilities, the dealing with frustration, the stress of whatever you went through at work or whatever you've dealt with with your kids. And when alcohol occupies that role, it is incredibly difficult to maintain moderation because those stresses and those emotions arise everywhere, all the time, all day long. So if your habits lead you to repeatedly medicate with wine or whatever drink you choose, you ultimately will always end up escalating. And so moderation is really much more about emotional management. It's much more about recognizing in yourself the triggers that lead you to want to drink, the recognition of whether or not you're even present, noticing when you have a drink. That glass of wine that I had, I barely noticed. I was so busy seething about the day and all the stuff that was going on in my head, I didn't even notice I was drinking it. And so really for me, the moderation is about balancing emotional health, linking and recognizing emotional attachment to the booze, the food, whatever it happens to be. When I find myself in emotional territory, as I did 24 hours ago, it becomes something that requires my reflection. Now, I, like I said, made the choice to have the drink. Even as I was doing it, I knew I was making a choice away from moderation. And that's the other thing. If you choose to moderate your drinking, you are always going to be at greater risk of declining back into whatever state your problem drinking looked like and potentially going beyond that and for it to become worse. And if I'm 100% honest with you, the pull to have a drink tonight is stronger than it's been in a while. But that's largely because, in truth, having a glass of wine when you feel stressed is a hell of a lot easier than going into the emotional turmoil that you're experiencing particularly if you feel powerless in whatever situation it is. You know, if it's your boss driving you crazy, but you don't feel like you can say anything or you don't have options that you feel are viable for you to move away from that job or away from that role. And so you feel completely stuck. It's just a lot easier to come home and pour yourself a glass of wine. So if the things that are currently causing you stress or triggering you to have a drink 
are not likely to change in the future and how you feel about them is not likely to change in the future, moderation is going to be enormously difficult because you'll constantly be grappling with those emotions, which in itself is exhausting and stressful. So if that's the situation you're in right now, then abstinence is your safer bet because that will teach you the grappling. You'll be forced into the grappling. And in doing that, we'll find strength in yourself to be able to deal with the stresses and the disappointments and the frustrations and the fatigue and all of those things. And in fact, a lot of those things do improve with abstinence. So one of the things I advocate with any client that I work with is to never go from a period of problem drinking straight into an attempt to moderate. It always requires a period of abstinence because of the emotional work required, because the temptation to return to alcohol and do so under the guise of moderation is much too tempting when you haven't yet built the skills to manage your emotional health. So even in situations where you are successfully moderating, if you have a situation like the one I described for me last night, that is something that I always take as a warning that it's time to return to a period of abstinence for a while. And to do that so that the emotions that arise and that feeling of being kind of, it's just easier to have a drink than it is to face this, to avoid that escalating, to avoid that becoming the natural pattern, it is useful and helpful to abstain for a while and get back into that safe emotional space where when you do drink again, it can come from a place of presence, mindfulness, and really conscious enjoyment of something that is pleasurable, but must be managed respectfully. And so that brings me to my answer to the question, can somebody who has previously had a problem with drinking, drink in moderation? If you think it's just about the booze, I can tell you, you will end up back where you started. If you know and you fully, fully understand that your drinking is really about the relationship you have with yourself, your emotions and your thoughts, then you stand a chance of drinking in moderation, but it requires vigilance and it requires work. It requires consistent emotional growth and the ability to put your emotional experience first. And any time you lose sight of that, you risk backsliding into problem drinking. And it can happen really easily, particularly if you're only thinking about moderation in terms of the amount you drink. So if you're going, oh, well, it's fine, you know, because I only had one drink, then it's one drink tonight, one drink tomorrow night, one drink the next night. And by the time you think about it again, it's been 10 or 15 days. You've only had one drink each day. So theoretically, that's moderation. But now tonight, you know, it's been a stressful day. So now it's two. And then you'll go back to one tomorrow. And then the next night, it's two. And gradually, it mounts up because at no point are you stopping to reflect on what's really going on. What's causing the desire to drink more and more repeatedly, and more and more in terms of volume. And if you aren't vigilant to the cues, or if you're not willing to go down that road, if you're just like, oh my God, that just sounds like hell to me, to be stuck in constant over-analysis of everything is utter hell, then I can tell you abstinence is the way forward. Because then you can leave the whole drinking issue 
at the door. You don't have to worry about it because you don't drink. If you do, if you want to moderate, and if that matters to you for whatever reason, then you must be in touch with your emotional health. You must know yourself well enough to recognize the triggers and you must remain vigilant all the time about where and how those triggers lead you to make the choices you make. If you're up for that, then moderation is an option. Personally, I quite like it because the emotional examination is what my work is all about. So quite often for me, these little dips become almost the contractions that allow for expansion. Like I can go into this now and find some new layer of information that I didn't fully understand or appreciate before. And it helps me when I face situations where clients are going through similar situations. My experience of these things helps me empathize and helps me understand what's going on for them because I'm experiencing it myself. But if that up and down of emotions is too much, then definitely abstinence is the safer and easier route to travel. If you're at the point where moderation is something you want, but you are still in that phase of problem drinking, in other words, you're still drinking in situations where you would prefer not to, or you'd prefer to drink less than you're actually drinking, then you're in problem territory. If that's where you are right now, even if moderation is the goal, my recommendation is a period of abstinence. And I would say a minimum, an absolute bare minimum of 100 days is what you would need to begin the process of experiencing, uncovering and reflecting on the emotions that are associated with your drinking. So you almost have to go into that 100 day period with an emotional microscope you know, to think about the fact that the discomfort and the pain that is going to arise when you get triggered and you want to drink, you've had a stressful day or you've had a big win and you really want to celebrate, any of the situations that normally you associate with drinking will become uncomfortable in that period of abstinence. And your ability to reflect on those, learn from them, grow through them and experience them without alcohol is what will give you the strength to become a moderate drinker later on if you choose to or potentially just continue along the route of abstinence. If you are at that point where you feel ready to move from problem drinking into abstinence and into moderation at a later stage, then the course I'm running starting on the 1st of May could be exactly the right thing for you. It's called My Sober Self and it's all about your relationship with yourself and getting to know what your triggers are, understanding your stories and values and beliefs around alcohol, understanding what's happening for you at a conscious and an unconscious level when it comes to drinking. If you want to explore all of that and begin the process of preparing yourself for abstinence or later moderation, then visit bighappylife.co.uk and check out My Sober Self. The course starts on the 1st of May and runs for 28 days. And the cool thing is that while the course is actually running, you don't have to give up drinking. So you can continue to drink throughout the entire 28-day period with a view to beginning the process of getting to know yourself, understanding how these kind of internal reflections work, getting to grips with your habits, being more mindful about your drinking and understanding where your triggers lie. And then at a later stage, when you feel ready, you can then 
go into that period of abstinence when you feel ready to do so. The thing with psychological and emotional change is that we kind of disrespect the learning, the training, the warm-up that is required. Like you wouldn't go into a marathon with no training and expect to make it all the way to the finish line. But we do that with changing of habits that have psychological and emotional basis. So it's important to recognize that a course like this one is really about training your mind, training your intuition, training your self-understanding and your ability to notice and reflect on what's happening in your emotions and your thoughts, your internal world. When you become the master of that internal world, you stand a much better chance of achieving your goals, making the changes you want to make, and doing so successfully. And that's what the course is about. The abstinence part, when you can do those things, is much, much easier. That's it for this week. I hope you've enjoyed the episode. I hope it's given you something to reflect on with regards to whatever situation you are in with your drinking. If you have questions, as always, you can visit bighappylife.co.uk and put your questions or comments on the show notes page. You can also visit the Big Happy Life Facebook page and you'll find that at Big Happy Life page on Facebook. Or if you'd like to reach out to me personally, my email address is natalie at bighappylife.co.uk. And if you have questions about the course or working with me on a one-to-one basis, you can always set up a discovery call. Again, you'll find the link to do that on the Big Happy Life website, which is bighappylife.co.uk. If you think anyone you know might benefit from listening to this episode or potentially taking the course, please do share the link to the episode or the link to the website. But for now, thanks for listening. Mm -hmm.